welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to. Sorry, Arthur's cat just Hello and welcome to the first Rebel FM Game Club for Hitman. Blood Money. Yeah, Blood Money. If you're joining us, you should have played up through the level called Flatline, which is the third mission after the tutorial mission. So uh, I think everyone actually finished up to the point except for Tyler. Tyler's yes. halfway through the final mission. Tyler is also working on a review game. He's just only had two days to do it. And he had to download the game, which I, I don't know how big it was. Probably like a, a gig or something, I'd bet. Uh, no, it's actually no, smaller. Like, yeah, it was under. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, downloaded it, it on Steam. I think it was yeah. about 700 Something megs. like that. Yeah, it's a small game. Mm-hmm. It Well, it had to It could you know, it had to fit on an Xbox DVD. And a PS2 disc. And a PS2 Again, disc. though, those can be up to like 7 gigs. I guess it's, they're dual layer or whatever. Yeah, but I mean... Well, I was going to say, I like, when wrong, Hit- but Hitman, I, I the, it was Blood under. Money's not that old. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it obviously didn't take very long it to download. It didn't take That's very long good. at all no. to download. No, it took, like, two hours for it me to download It sucks, because after Steam. we bought it for you, then we found out that it's uh, free on GameTap. <laughs> and it will be free on GameTap till the end of July, I think. July 18th. July 18th. And they did that just for you guys, huh? Yes, they did. Yeah, the community manager listens a lot, so he's... I guess he's, I should say for us guys, because I'm actually on... I actually have been on every yes, episode of so, Game Club, huh? I'm, you are part of the Rebel I'm FM I'm Anthony Gallegos uh, from Rebel FM and GameSpy.com. Joining me is Tyler Barber and Arthur Geese from Rebel FM and EatSleepGame.com. And then last, but certainly not least, is Area 5's Matt Chandernay, producer of Co-op. Yay. Co-op. Resident grown-up. Um, Darn you, kids! I was actually Get watching, off my virtual lawn! Watching an episode of Co-op the other day, and I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it makes me sad because I I don't always get to watch them as they come out. Yeah, I was watching the Plants vs. Zombie one with Jeff and everything, uh, and that that was awesome. That was an excellent episode. That was a, that was a very excellent segment because Jeffrey Jeff Green rules. He does rule. And then having like Jeff Green and Tiff Chow and Jay Fresh in the same segment, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. So Hitman, let's launch in. <laughs> let's let's launch in with the first level. Well, wait, let's let's do some breakdown first. What platform is everybody playing on? I'm on PC. Yeah, we have two PC, two 360. Okay. Yeah, this is like my first action game on the PC. I mean, I'm playing Crisis. And Tyler said he can't get the controller to work for it. Huh. Seems weird because that game was like made for controllers. Yeah, that does first. seem weird. Like that's, not for PC. Yeah. That's curious. Um, there might be like a patch or a mod somewhere for it. Because it is the PC. Either way, I just think Tyler should suck it up and fucking right. get, get I, yeah, used to it. I am, and I I am getting used to it. Uh, I think some, it's probably a good game to learn the WASD on if you're not used to it. It will only help your Team Fortress skills. Yeah. <laughs> so. At first, like, I had to go and turn the sensitivity down below 50%, which I was just kind of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to, like, I've noticed that the more... Uh, the more modern the game is on the PC, the more I have to turn the sensitivity down on the mm. mouse. Whereas, like in the past, I used to turn the sensitivity like almost all the way up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe mice are getting better or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, they are. My, they yeah, mice have are much way higher more, resolution. Right. Mice are way more precise now with the tiniest little movements, and yeah. a lot of times you can even turn up like how how fast you want them to move. Yeah, I, I, have settings. Of, I have to use the lowest one. I cannot use the highest one at all. I have the uh, I have the Microsoft uh, Sidewinder, which is a fucking awesome mouse, by the way. It totally doesn't look like it. It's like this behemoth of a mouse. It kind it of reminds look me garish. of the, yeah. It reminds me of like the Xbox One controllers for how it looks. But, I have, <laughs> but like when I actually have it, 
those two little silver thumb buttons are the best thumb buttons I've ever used. Yeah, it's too bad that we got laid off when we did, because I remember we had talked to the guy about going and seeing yeah. the R&D department, and he yeah. was going to let us see, like, the casts of all the, the failures. Yeah, that would have been so almost cool. made it. Yeah. I, I, have, I think that's pretty fascinating it when you see, it... like, the fucked up stuff. Some guy was like, what if we make it look like an elephant in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> So. And the and the uh, um, and it I have it set to like six a resolution of sixteen hundred DPI because it has that like the ridiculous. little it has the little I thing. I can do that. Yeah. Well, it goes up to like thirty two hundred. Does it like have that. like the little like on the fly resolution switch? It does. Yes. Which I would never ridiculous. use. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'd never use that. But anyway, so and it's actually served me quite well during Hitman because the uh, even though even though the game. Uh, doesn't really require precision unless you're playing it like a shooter. It's which I don't, and I guess we'll get into that. Uh, but the but the um uh but I do find myself like looking around a lot at every little detail and like looking around and trying to see around corners and shit because you're always trying to keep track of all these people moving around all the time. Anyway, so it's good to have a good mouse, Tyler. First, go ahead, Tyler. What were you about to say? I was gonna say yeah. It- I have a really good mouse. I have a great mouse for design. It's a Logitech uh, MX Revolution or Revolution MX. Uh, is it made for design? I mean, or is it made for? I think gaming? it's just a desktop mouse. A, 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 a really good graphic designer friend of mine recommended it for me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's great. You know, I yeah, you know, I have it fully customizable on my Mac. You know, I have two. Does it have wheels. side buttons? Yeah, it has side buttons. Cool. And but it doesn't seem. But every game that I play on it on my PC. It confuses the mouse wheel because there's a wheel where my middle finger is, and there's also a wheel where my thumb is. Oh. And like, we got to get you a separate I mouse just for your gaming PC. Or I mean, it might drive. be a driver issue. Like sometimes with multifunction mice, drivers kind of play weird with them. As easy yeah. as they are to come up on, I feel like we got to find you a gaming Some. mouse. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. So I, I don't know if anyone else has any problems with a Logitech. Revolution mouse, if they do, holla back. <laughs> uh, what difficulty is everybody playing on? I think me and Tyler are doing normal, uh-huh. and he's doing like professional or whatever. What, what, I, or you're doing, doing pro, and he's doing one under pro. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. the hardest difficulty, and Matt is doing I just, under, just that. under that. Yeah. So you, Matt's doing like harder, and you're doing hardest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the so the, to clarify for for people listening, the uh, the difference in difficulty affects actually quite a lot of stuff um the notoriety system is is seriously affected by difficulty um on normal if you you gain a lot of notoriety it doesn't have as much effect as it will on the harder difficulties mm. um because by on the hardest difficulty if your notoriety gets really out of hand which is basically when you murder tons of people <laughs> and don't <laughs> don't bribe people off or cover it up um people will recognize you and you'll be on a world right almost but immediately. i mean who doesn't pay pay it off? You might as well. It's like asking for trouble if you don't spend your money to pay so off your nor- notoriety. I, I've been doing everything Silent Assassin, just because that's the way I, I play these games, I guess. And so I haven't really been affected by notoriety at all, but mm-hmm. that's that's what I wonder. Like, they never explained to me what the notoriety system is or how it works. Like, I don't recall any tutorials or anything. Um, I mean, they... 
I don't remember if they actually explain it in the game ever. They definitely explained it in the campaign leading up to the release. I think it might say it on the notoriety screen when you see it. Like, people will recognize you, or Uh, you're easier to recognize. Eventually, you'll see newspapers and stuff in the world that have your picture on them. Yeah, I like that. And I like how the stories, like, after you complete a mission, the stories are kind of formatted for how you killed people. And, you know, and, like, you can see, like, an outline. Like, if you have a little bit of notoriety, it'll have an outline sort of what you look like. And I imagine, I assume that they'll give, like, police sketches of you or whatever. Right. That definitely happens. Um, And the the newspapers are also cool because they hide hints to to missions down the line. And and also a lot of stories that, that... the side story that's happening in the, in the game, which involves the death of a vice president, mm-hmm. is explained in a lot more detail in the newspapers and oh, also I was in the only reading the main article. I was going to say, the other stuff. most people don't pay attention to that little side story. Even the main story is, is a little hard to follow if you haven't played the past Hitmans at all. Like, when, You think? I think a little bit. Like, I mean, it's still fun regardless. Like, Even without story, they could have disjointed missions that are just fun to do, just right. because it is fun to like yeah. try and pull off the objectives. I mean, the overarching story is that there's this guy from the government that's trying to find 47 because he's like the, the key to a perfect clone. Yeah. And he says that he wants to to prevent that from ever happening and he's telling the story to a reporter yeah, yeah. i got that from the cutscenes. I, I thought that part was pretty straightforward right and the only the only thing that confused me was like in the i mean i will get there eventually but I, I guess now that i'm thinking about it i should bring it up it was like i didn't understand in the, in the third mission in flatline the agent that you're rescuing like you walk in there and 47 goes you it's he's actually in the other hitman games if i recall correctly in silent assassin you rescue him in the middle east okay Um, so that's what i'm saying is that like you know that's an instance where i'm like clearly this is somebody i'm supposed to know who they are and i have no idea who this is and right there's a little bit of that but he's one of the few people that have met 47 in the field that didn't end up dead gotcha basically (laughs) um the first mission is basically a tutorial mission. Yes. Yeah. Which Arthur and me were talking about. Like that's like the one mission that it doesn't really give you a choice, but to do it like violently. Yeah. yeah. It, the the first mission is weird in that it establishes all sorts of bad habits. Well, <laughs> not necessarily. You can get through the mission playing like that. Just fine. You can beat the game playing like that. Establishes bad habits if you're going for achievements for Silent Assassin. Well, it. I mean, the the point of the game, going by the ratings and just the sort of the the tone that it sets is that you're supposed to be the silent assassin that's what you're supposed to aspire to i think that the point of the game is that you're supposed to get the job done one way or another 47 <laughs> right. is, yeah 47 enough. is that man he's like boba fett he'll disintegrate people if he but has they, to but the but the or throw them into a trash compactor which yeah, exactly I, I the first time i played that game i was merciless like i was like trash men just put them out and i'm like i don't need them waking up and i'd shoot him in the back of the head i'd always get like the newspaper that would say like Five people were brutally executed <laughs> in an alarming fashion. I was like, yes, they were. <laughs> but they, but the game also, like, the game lets you play that way, but it penalizes you for it, too. So it's almost like there's the, the developer, the creators of the game are saying, yes, you can do this, but shame on you for doing so. <laughs> um, this, this brings me to a comment from the, uh, the first post that we did for it. Uh, this is from Brian. Uh, he says, I came to this straight after Contracts, which is the third Hitman game, mm. um, which is basically just a sort of 
set of side stories that fill in story gaps. I actually tried to play that one, and I only played the first mission. I was like, fuck this. And I didn't. The first mission in Contracts is really hard. Mm. That's where you're in the asylum, yeah. I think, and trying to escape. There is no really good way to finish that mission. So <laughs> if you can get past it and give the rest of the game a chance, it's awesome. Uh, okay. Including I never got past that first. The second level in that game is probably one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in a video game. Wow. Um, Anyway, endorsement. Uh, yeah. Brian continues, uh, the game oozes atmosphere, which is a combination of Jesper Kidd's score and the locations. Um, the first time he played this game, it was a group of people sitting around working together to figure out how to go through it and to get Silent Assassin in every mission. This time I'm treating it like a procedurally generated assassination sim. If I mess up, instead of reloading, I try my best to get out of the situation. Exactly. Uh, Which could right. be a really fun that's, way to play. That's how actually. I played yeah. it the first time. It wasn't that I always went balls out, but if something went wrong, I wasn't like restart. I was like... I'm going to get myself through this one way or another. The job right. will be done. Right. Yeah, and I mean, there were moments the first time I played through it where instead of going for Silent Assassin, there was a point where I was just like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I want to finish this and did that. Right. Now, the thing that I don't like about it, though, is like getting yourself out of a situation usually means murdering a whole bunch of people. It, yes. it, doesn't, yes. u- it doesn't usually mean make a clever escape. You know, that's, that's, I feel like if I'm going for Silent Assassin and I fuck up, my only other option is a fucking bloody, brutal rampage. Well, there's... For a short span, yeah. You'll have to kill, like, everyone in the vicinity before right. they stop thinking and, and about I wish it. That, and I wish that there were... I wish that there were some more clever in-betweens. I think that there, there are small mistakes you can make. Um, in the in Flatline, there's a point where you can be seen by a couple of people in certain areas and not mm. have it completely screw you. Yeah. That happened to me, yeah. Mm. Um but uh, but yeah, I mean, it is on. If you want Silent Assassin, if you want a perfect rating, especially on the harder difficulties, it it, it is extremely unforgiving. <laughs> this is this is my first time to ever play a Hitman game, so some of the concepts like having your weapons on you or not, you know, like mm-hmm. when you go to choose your weapons before a mission, has a big deal. Like I was carrying around the briefcase of my sniper rifle <laughs> like all the time. And I'm like, I really don't need this, do I? I can. Yeah. No, there's only like two missions that the sniper rifle is actually like. Nice to have it, if you want well, it to be. And, that and kinda, actually, it really served me well on the first mission after the tutorial, where mm, I just um, in the vineyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A vintage year, I believe that. Mission Over by the, the the waterfall, there's this little like ledge that juts out, and I just sort of went out on that ledge and waited for the target to go out on the balcony and have a smoke. And just fucking popped them right okay. there. Okay, nice. We're getting ahead of ourselves. That's oh, awesome. sorry. No, it's okay. I'm but a- yeah, but, and so so to me, like I'm I'm experiencing a little bit of learning curve just with the franchise mm-hmm. of just how um, you know, it seems like why do they give you so many options of what guns you can bring on the mission when you can really just go with no equipment? That's just for already that's, just, that's literally just for fun. Like if it's you want to go give you those play options. like a tenth time and literally go in there like. Rambo dropping guns as you fucking use them up, pulling out the next one. I mean, later in the game, I will say this: there are missions where violence will be almost your only answer. Mm. Um, unfortunately, and and that gets it's it becomes fun to play, but it's still a little disappointing that later in the game there are points where you're like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to bring in the silver ballers maxed out with mm. silencers and scopes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's disappointing at all. That's like the moments where you're playing like. Like Leon from the professional here, like it's time. <laughs> it's like you finally going in, and uh, everyone's gonna die. Yeah. There is definitely <laughs> the a climax, point, a know? point like that in the next, and that we'll talk about next time, mm-hmm. which is uh, in the the first level that you'll be playing through for the next podcast. And just in general, a comment I'd like to make about the game is it, it brings me back to when I was playing 
out of this world for the for the SNES. Just the way I would kind of like go into one area, figure out what I'm supposed to do, and maybe start over, and then get a little bit further. You know, because I am doing the whole start mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. you know, thing. I don't know. Yeah, me too. A little trial and error. Yeah, well, there's a lot of trial and error, and <laughs> that's that's still my main problem with the Hitman series is the trial and error that's in there. Which, to be fair, is better than it's ever been in this one, as it, compared to the other Hitman The last games. Hitman I played and played all the way through was the second one. And, Which was good. And I would say that this one definitely, there because it has more, because the, the Hitman 2 seemed to only really have one solution to get you to your target and get out with uh, your silent assassin rating. This one... You can definitely go about it like your own ways, but there's still a, a trial and error period where you're figuring out the map, figuring out where you can and can't go with your different mm-hmm. costumes because it's not immediately obvious where mm-hmm. you can and can't go. I think this one is a lot is a lot more forgiving. I yeah, I would agree. If you're extremely patient, I think that it's possible to get through almost perfectly the first try, but there is an awful lot of waiting. Yeah, um, I, you feel sort of like you imagine a real hitman would, you're, where you're just sitting in a closet, wondering when this guy is going to show up. I know that's. What I was telling Arthur, I wish there was like a time excel button where you could just uh, yeah. make time go. If people are just walking a routine, anyways, right, like I just right. want to be like, okay, I fuck. Which yeah. actually doesn't seem like a terrible idea if IO ever gets to make another hitman game. Yeah, no, I, that seems like a really good idea. And another good idea would be some sort of indicator to tell me that my costume isn't going to work in a certain area. So it's like, you know, there's, I just need to, there needs to be some indicators that, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm just as a security guard, I can go anywhere. Nuh-uh. So, you know, how was I supposed to? Well, like, where there's different levels of security and... Right, well, like, if, you, if you're if you a security guard, like, again, in the Flatline mission, if you're a security guard walking into the medical wing past where only the orderlies are... Yeah. Then you can't do that. But I'm like, dude, I'm a fucking security guard. You're a rent a cop. <laughs> so like, why can't okay, I? Maybe if you were, a, maybe yeah. if you were a secret service agent, they'd let you anywhere. <laughs> so like, I'm just saying that like, there's there there are things like that that the only way you can discover them is through trial and error or to make a leap of logic that maybe the the that maybe the level designers and the gameplay designers think is relatively easy on the player. But for some reason or another, uh, aren't for me. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, and hopefully, again, if they ever get a chance between mini ninjas and the next Kane and Lynch game, they'll <laughs> yeah. make another Hitman game. Yeah, yeah, totally. They'll fix it. Yeah. So anyway, so, but, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, but before we skip past the tutorial, I want to ask. Um, we're not gonna skip past it. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna talk about it. it. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, what, what so are you asking? The tutorial starts you on a, a Coney Island-type scenario where you're tasked with killing the Swing King, who mm-hmm. the insinuation is sabotaged his own theme park for insurance money. Right. Yeah, um, something like that. And yeah. about, like, 30 people were killed, including the the son of the... Some wealthy dude. Yeah, the person that's hiring you. Right. I, I, for some reason, I get the feeling that he's like some old military guy or something because he has that number. But oh, maybe, eh, may, or maybe he's just like a really high, powerful ex-public official that worked with a lot of shady shit. Yeah. yeah. Either way, because military people don't have that type of money. Let's be honest. <laughs> like a like an admiral or a general or something. Either way, he's got money and he's spilling. He's spending it to have you kill somebody. Yes. Which to make conveniently sure that, leads you into your tutorial level where you throw where you learn how to throw your coin. Yeah. <laughs> God damn that. Yeah, see that part. mission that's what we were saying. Like we don't have to go over every specific instance in it, but it's like 
Yeah, they give you a gun and they're like, now clear the room with the next room. And there's like no way to like sneak in. You're just like, <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. Well, you know, they have to train you how to shoot, so I guess is, it makes sense. Is there a way to save the lawyer that's tied up? Yeah, he yeah, did. I, mean, I, I, I just snuck on the guy, guy and strangled him to death and I left mean, him there. You just, but you just leave him there? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, That's no. all you can really do is leave I him I mean, there. I, if you're doing your job, eventually the people, the police will show up and find him strapped More importantly, that. what the fuck do you care about that guy? I, I was just curious if there was anything like secret you could do to him that you guys figured. I mean, I you guess, said yeah. that you guys were trying to do things that different. I way. guess you could have killed him. I yeah. I mean yeah. I I definitely did. Just well, like for instance, what, well, yeah. what I mean when me and Arthur <laughs> did things different is like when you reach the swing king, you can like poison the girl's drink, and then you can go in there and just like inject him with the poison to kill him. Mm-hmm. Or, or Arthur fiber wire. Or Arthur found the baseball bat on the wall. Yeah. So one oh, of the wow. things that I noticed playing through this time that I'd never noticed before is mm-hmm. during the cutscenes that show the swing king in his mm-hmm. office, you'll notice that he has a baseball bat hmm. that's signed on his wall, which makes mm-hmm. sense because why the fuck else would he be named the swing king if it has <laughs> something to do with baseball? Um, so. When I when I got to the Swing King's office after poisoning a secretary, which mm-hmm. is one of the that's the only part in the in the game where you are just like told to kill a civilian, yeah, yeah. where you're encouraged to kill an innocent, yeah, um, which is weird. It was really weird. I um, was like, really, this doesn't seem like Forty Seven style. <laughs> I mean, I would have knocked her out, but it didn't. It doesn't give you, yeah, anesthetic. It's like, really, why can't I put anesthetic in her drink? I mean, you can also smash her in the face. Right. <laughs> yeah, I beat her to death. Um, if you, there's a way to let her live. If you go up behind her with a gun and take her hostage, you can knock her out. Mm. Eh. But How you do don't. You get, that's not the manly way to do it. Um, when, so when you have a gun. So to to I use a human shield, tutorial, but was never you there. on the 360. You you sneak up behind somebody with a gun out, and then it'll show the context option to okay. use them as a human yeah, shield. As long as you're sneaking and you're walking oh. up behind somebody, then like on the PC, it should if your use key is the default E, you have to have you walk your gun up to them and use okay. e, Yeah, you have to have your gun out. Otherwise, you'll just sort of bump into them. They'll turn around and they'll try to shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> Although if you're if that happened to you in the tutorial level, you might have figured out that you can tap the right trigger or whatever the trigger button is, the fire button is, and take their gun. Yeah, I like the disarm yeah. moves. That's new to this one yes. too. Although you know you have to be careful because after you disarm them, if you, you continue actually... to push the button, you'll shoot them. Yes. Right. You have right. So gun. what you have to do is you have to like disarm them, hit Y to drop it, and then keep punching. Yeah. Like you have to do it all in one motion. Or yeah. The melee fight. combat in this game is still balls unless you're holding a weapon. Well, there's is... it's a it's a different button on the PC. On the PC, you can uh, um, I I just hit the action button and it disarmed them, and then I hit the space bar, which also works as like a push. Mm-hmm. And so I was and like it did another move on them. So maybe it's just because I have more buttons available to me or something. Possibly, but um, yeah. Anyway, the yeah the tutorial is weird because it does teach you to like to poison people and kill people and stuff like that. And I I ended up just uh, how did I kill the swing king? I don't remember how I killed him. I beat him to death with the uh, fire extinguisher. And you beat him with the baseball bat. I did after yeah. hearing him beg for his life. Right. I shot him in the back of the head. There you go. Um, I'm pretty sure I used the. The, gar- the, gar- the fiber wire, wire. The fiber wire. Which is your key to silent assassin ratings. Yeah, it is. Um, I think, actually, silent, like, the Garrote is uh, better than poison when it comes to the silent assassin ratings. No, I think they're about the same. They should be, um, anyway. I know that accidents occasionally aren't as good as the Garrote, because accidents attract attention, and people finding bodies lowers your rating. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's gonna happen No, accidents don't lower your rating. 
Um, if someone finds the bo- if someone finds a body, a lot of times it'll lower your rating. Well, uh, not if it's like like. It didn't happen to me. Like uh, I had an accident, and I saw somebody find the body and ran over and discovered it. But at the end of the level, it didn't say anything other than like accidents caused. I guess it depends who's getting killed in an accident, right? It could like be, if, it's, yeah. if it's the target, that's okay. But if it's like an additional person with the target, then no, yeah. no, that I totally did that in in uh, in the second mission. Hmm. In, On the harder difficulty, it it just says I fuck you. That, yeah. Someone aside from the target died. Right, uh, I can believe that. Yeah. Um, so the tutorial mission, um, you're supposed to kill the drug lord as well as Swing King. Mm-hmm. Um, it it teaches you that you can hide stuff in in uh, crates and stuff, which is nice because that's not really something. It's something you could do in other Hitman games, but mm-hmm. it never really explained it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Though I still only do it a couple of times throughout the whole rest of the game. Really, I mean, most of the time I just don't have a weapon on me. Yeah, yeah. if you're gonna bring in weapons, you should learn how to hide stuff yeah but. i always bring the baller with me because i spent i spent the extra money to uh uh get the silent ammo and the silent uh and the silencer mm-hmm. on it because i was like yeah just in the event that i feel like shooting the guy instead of like sneaking up behind him and strangling him but i mean it's it's worth it uh learning to hide things just because hiding mines and things is like such an easy go True. around a lot of times mm. so so after you kill the swinking you're tasked with killing Two people at a vineyard, and when you first go, it makes it seem like you're really just killing. Well, you have like, to kill the the you have to kill the drug kingpin first, and you sneak in there and the oh, lab yes, coat so and everything. Like yeah, that. so you're and you sneak past like his brothel of drug cooking wenches, <laughs> and then like uh, then they teach you how to use the mine to drop the chandelier. Oh yeah, the, we're still talking about the tutorial. Yeah, I I did think it was a nice touch that all the women working in the drug lab were in bra and panties. <laughs> as they Are we talking about after you kill the swing king? Um, yeah, you see them before the swing came. I was gonna say yeah, because when I went in there, remember you saw me do it. I just rolled in there, shot the chandelier, and then he pulled out a gun and started trying to fight me. And Arthur, oh like, yeah, oh, because that. when you when you bring the chandelier down, if he's still in bed, it doesn't land on the uh... right. It didn't land on. Him. I just dropped my little drink. fingers. Uh, yeah, if you drop the chandelier, that's actually a good lesson that dropping chandeliers will not always kill your intended target. <laughs> I mean, it took care of all the other guys who were going to shoot at me. Yeah, yeah, true. But you need to be careful with that guy because he's got a desert eagle. Which I took. <laughs> right, yeah, I got spotted, and he just like came around a corner, and I just luckily had my handgun pointed your right SLP at his head or whatever. And just fucking... Dead. Shot him. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, like that. One of the things you're encouraged to do is to take as many weapons out of each level as you can because there is an achievement for finding every weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trick to doing that is not to necessarily carry them with you, but to stash them in the ICA black boxes that you find around the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. So the the rules, more or less, for Silent Assassin. Now that we're done with the tutorial level, where you can't actually get that fucking rating, mm-hmm. is a uh, the, there are two hard and fast rules, which is you can't leave your outfit behind. Um, you can't. You can't on your difficulty. You can on my difficulty. Oh, really? Yeah, I can leave it behind. I just lose five thousand dollars. Oh, see, for me, if you leave your suit behind, you can't get the silent assassin uh, ranking. Um, you can't leave any of your weapons that you bring in behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, the silver ballers, because those are probably the things that you're most likely to bring in. Mm. Um, basically, on Silent Assassin or on the, the hardest difficulty, you can't fire a shot. Period. Wow. 
So I never even go in with weapons. Right. I you don't go in with guns either. But. Well, I go in with the silver baller mostly to um, uh, human shield people and knock them out. Because like if you if you human shield somebody, it's a lot easier to like sneak up on them, human shield them, drag them over to a body crate, and then knock them out that way. Because you move faster when you're human, when you're shielding. human shielding than you do when you're dragging their body. Mm-hmm. I might need to do that more often. Yeah, it works works a lot better. And like the only the only reason I figured that out was when I was assassinating the guy in the wine cellar, and like I couldn't make it happen fast enough by strangling him and then dragging him. So like I I pulled out my gun because I was like, well maybe if I pop him like fast enough I can get away. But then I snuck up behind him and I was like, oh shit, I can walk with him over to. And this you're talking guy. about the sun, right? Talking about the sun, yeah. Okay, so well, why don't we go over how each of us did that mission, Tyler? How did you take down the vineyard? Uh, so yeah, the vineyard was the first level where I really started to establish how I was going to play Hitman, and it was when I was really just sort of like learning all the rules, like a lot of the things you were saying, the the cases that you find in the levels, like I was just sort of stumbling upon these things, and having just to sort of figure it out myself, I felt like maybe they could have done a better job of, you know, explaining some of these, you know, things to players who had never played a previous Hitman game, but... I wonder if that's in the instruction book or not. Maybe. I never, I never I don't looked. Know. I don't have a booklet with the download. Yeah. But um, but what I did before I even killed anyone, I I was just trying to explore, and I managed to basically explore the entire level, with the exception of the main mansion, which you kind of need, I guess, a, a different uniform to get in. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you know, I just had the uh, the guard's uniform, or or the I eventually got the worker uniform, went into the wine house where the the son was, the guy in the pink shirt, mm-hmm. and he just happened to be coming up the stairwell with no one in the room. Mm-hmm. So I just let him pass me, turn around, and strangle them. I didn't even fuck with <laughs> doing anything with the body. I just left. <laughs> nice. Jumped the fence, mm-hmm. and then I went out to where the waterfall was, and I was looking, and I saw the, I saw the target on the balcony, and I saw mm-hmm. him go back in, and I was like, oh, fuck. But that's when I learned that they kind of have patterned behaviors, yes. right? right? Am I right mm-hmm. in assuming that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, so, it's like a puzzle game in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, I bet if I wait here, he'll come out. And so he came out, and sure enough, killed him. And it was like super easy, and it killed him. And then I just went down the cliff and jumped on the plane and left. No nice. problems. Awesome. Yeah. See, I, I killed a soldier that was wandering the perimeter, took his uniform, hopped the fence, went in there, blew up the charge over the, the thing. So, okay, so what you did is you went into the, the wine cellar, right? Yes. And then you mined the chandelier. Yes. There was um, a chandelier you could mine. Not a chandelier. It's holding some, some barrels of wine. A oh, pulley. I didn't, I didn't see anything. Oh, there was a pulley on the wall. You could yeah, mine and he it. goes underneath it. So yeah, I mined that. And, oh wow! And killed them. And then I just uh, wandered through the downstairs area mm-hmm. and found my way up into the mansion. And uh, I killed a camouflage guard so that I could get into the mansion. Mm-hmm. And then I went upstairs and I. Ch- accidentally tried to open a door and didn't see that it said pick lock. I did that once too. And so everyone turned on me. Yeah. And so at that point I killed everyone, including the second target. <laughs> and then I left. Awesome. And I I wandered around the whole outside of the perimeter first. And I found like the, the path down the hill to where the escaped plane was. And uh there was a, a worker standing there on the dock smoking, so I just pushed him into the water. Yeah, that's so I figured, great. <laughs> I figured that'd be like an accident, yeah. you know? And it turned out it was. It was just an accident. But there was another worker down there who saw him and, like, ran towards him. And I was like, 
oh, okay, so maybe that's how I get that guy away from the guard, and then I can go steal that guard's uniform. Right. So that's what, so, um, so I did something and fucked up, and I had to reload. And then so I went down again. I pushed the guy into the water. The uh, the other guy down at the where standing next to the guard ran out to like look at the body, and then I went. I just went walk right past him up to the guard, and um, I strangled the guard, dragged him around behind these boxes, and stole his uniform so that if that guy comes back, he wouldn't see the body. And then that that guard's uniform let me walk through the entire mansion. So like I. You can take an elevator from those docks mm-hmm. yeah. up into the winery. So I, I did that, and uh, I walked all around everything, making sure that I knew where everything was. And like I saw the targets a couple times, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is cool. This allows me to explore everything and figure out what all these guys are doing, and then I can figure out how to kill them. You cased the fuck out of this I did. I, I did, because I was like, I'm going to do this thing fucking... Because I only had three saves, you know? So yeah. I was like, I, I just saved once when I went up the elevator. And if it's your first time like playing through the level, you have to case the whole area. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to I mean, there's the no joint. way. Yeah. Unless you just want to keep like going a little further... And then fucking up, reloading, going a little right. further, fucking up and reloading. I'm like, which, I'm not I mean, do that. Which isn't really a viable way to play the game because you have limited no. saves. Yeah, and it's and it's a it's an annoying way to play the game, and it's it's there there are other things that they could do to help you through that process. I think you know I think that's one of the ways that the game is flawed. And like what I said earlier is that like. The particular guard uniform that I had let me get through everything and let me walk everywhere completely, you know, without suspicion. And so there, it, maybe there needs to be uniforms that have just different colors associated with their different levels, you know. Yeah, red or is there the needs to be a better or, indicator you know, that, or, like, some sign like that says, you know, like like clearance uh, levels. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like like signs that say clearance level required. Or, yeah, clearance level required or personal guard only or something like that. So you know that like if you're in the right uniform, you can go into this area. Or it could be something as simple as just like uh, having some video during the mission briefings, like kind of showing you areas. Yeah, that was that was another thing that in, I in different. Yeah, the, the the briefings. I feel like. Like number one, I wanted them to continue playing without having to be at the briefing screen. Like if right. you. Uh, you Do you know. get docked if uh, someone sees you and just tells you, like, hey, get out of here? You I don't back think out? so. I don't think so. I was so. going to say, usually that's the best indicator that you have the wrong type of uniform is you walk in an area and someone's and like, usually, hey, buddy, you can't be here. Unless no, you're, like, deep in the heart of You can usually get out there before they freak the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is kind of hard sometimes because you can walk by several people that maybe aren't concerned what, what uniform you're in. Yeah. But then you step, you step within eye shot of a guard and he'll immediately start coming over and you'll be like get the fuck out, you know, and it's like, dude, I, I have to walk like ten minutes back to get out. <laughs> and, you know, I had to sneak my way past three or four picked locks in order to get in here. What's going on? Um, but, yeah, it's like, I, I, I too, just like you, Tyler, I wanted uh, I wanted more from the mission briefings. And it's like, they do, like, let you buy the little hints. Mm-hmm. Which I was going to ask cool. if you guys buy intel. Yeah, I, was, I, yeah, what I, I would do, I totally, like, bought all the intel and, and then, then reloaded the game. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Because I, I was like, you know what, screw this. It's like, this is information that I feel should be given to me anyway if this organization, the ICA, was anything close to what they make it out well, to be in the game. They should be able to offer me a little bit more than, like, go in and kill this guy. The, the premise is that you're paying for intel from other sources, but I agree that more yeah. intel would be nice. Well, yeah, and, I mean, like, and it would be nice if there was just a few little hints, too, like uh, something like... Um, 
you know, you can use your, like, we would recommend you not taking your sniper rifle on this level, you know, or something like that. Or just some kind of vague thing at the beginning that, that there, it's, that there's no open spaces and a sniper rifle wouldn't be appropriate or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like the, I guess I'm just saying that I, I think, I feel like, um, the, the levels and the way that you get through them and how you get to your targets, there needs to be more direct. There needs to be more indicators as to what you can and cannot do to get there. Cause otherwise it, it turns out to just be guesswork, which is why I ca- cased the entire vineyard before I actually and figured out my plan of action before I actually executed on it. Mm-hmm. And when I finished the level, I had something like 45 minutes in this level, you know, yeah. in the vineyard level. And like the thing I, is, it's like the stories that you tell are super cool, but it's just like what you're yeah. saying. You know, there's so much just sort of figuring out there, which, which you know, is interesting. But yeah, I, I, I think would just like a little more. It, it one of the nice things about the game is that it gets the heartbreak out of the way early, as far as establishing what you can and can't do and what you should or shouldn't do. Um, what do you mean? As in, you learn the rules of the game quickly. Hmm. Um, that you're you're informed quickly that oh well if I walk in certain areas with the wrong uniform then I'm going to get stopped or killed right or or things like that right but I'm saying like I want indicators before I get to that point so I don't have to reload um, but anyway um, I ended up like waiting until uh, the sun goes into this little room where there's a body box right there and right. so like I can hide next to these barrels next to where the body box cocaine. where he's doing cocaine and like. The first couple of times I tried to strangle him, the uh, the guard was standing over there, and I and I couldn't get to him quick enough. But there was I don't know what the deal was with this one time, but I was able to strangle him, drag his body over there, and like deposit it in the in the body box. And then all I did after that was I just seriously walked straight upstairs, stairs, waited till the guard's back was turned, picked my picked my lock into the into the father's suites, and just walked straight up to him. He was like playing on the cello, and I strangled him. And I just jumped out the window and went down to the plane. So, like, once I once I'd figured out what I wanted to do, it all happened in, like, two or three minutes. What about you, uh, Arthur? Um, so, I have the benefit of having played the game before. Right. So, most of my casing has been, been done previously. Just right. not on this difficulty. Uh, so, my strategy on that mission was to run along to the left-hand side of the vineyard, not to even go into the courtyard. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a uh, uh, a guard, like one of the the guards with the the hats, like the straw hats and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, to knock him out with a syringe mm-hmm. and take his clothing. Um, then to hide his body, run back around, and in the back left side of the wall, there's an area where you can climb over the wall that takes you into the courtyard in front of the mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're quick, you can run up the left side of those walls. And there's a pipe up the side of the mansion Mm. where you climb up and then you get onto the roof and then you turn around and there's a window that goes directly into the side window I came out of the side antechamber of the uh, Delgado's room. Right. So I snuck in and and fiber wired him. Right. And then I snuck back out the same way and then went back around and walked into the main courtyard into the vineyard and mined the the pulley. Cool. uh, that hangs over him, and the reason that he stops there is because he's snorting more coke. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> so you wait until he's there snorting more coke, and I right. detonated it and dropped it and ran. Cool. And then I I ran down to the uh, to the seaplane. The thing about the uh, the detonating things to fall on people 
That seems to me like the antithesis of the silent assassin. Like, because there's an explosion? Because there's an explosion and because like there's no way that nobody would like find the explosive residue and like all of that kind of stuff. And this game seems to pride itself on a a um a what am I looking for? Like kind of a, a fantasy version of authenticity. <laughs> so it's it seems to me that like that's that's one of the things that you know that they should have paid attention to. They're like, yeah, explosions really aren't the way to kill people to, to, yeah. to create accidents. You know, like fray the wire or something like that, and maybe have little a little micro explosive. I mean, yeah, it does I point mean, out every know. time too that they always know that you used an explosive. Like, even if you do mm. get a really high rating, oh, it's it still like, that out in the yeah, it's still like we believe that an RUAP mine was used. And <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, so, I guess yeah. the point is that they can know it was an, maybe. Maybe it's more effective that they know that there was an assassin involved. Well, that's the thing they too. What, what, what's really weird is that like it'll say at the end of the mission, it'll, I'll have like all like zero witnesses, zero this, zero that, and then it'll say accidents two because I killed the two people on that stage. And yet the newspaper comes up, silent assassin strikes again. It's like how do you fucking know it's an assassin? I all they were just well, two I guys mean, the silent assassin rating can be given when you fucking fiberwire their asses too. Right. So. Well, I, mean, I know, but I'm saying that like the the. The tally at the end only says accidents too. It doesn't say like uh, successful kills too or anything like that, which would imply to me that everybody else thinks that they're just accidents. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe 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 by the time it gets to the newspapers, they have found the explosive residue on the uh, you know on the chandelier cable, and they found oh, and out. it probably counted an accident when you push that dude into the water. Yeah, yeah that definitely it. counted as an accident, but it didn't. It didn't destroy my silent assassin rating though either. I mean, it'd be interesting to talk to the developers and find out for sure exactly what everything meant and what their reasoning was behind it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that that's going to happen with this particular game, considering that they're <laughs> in, in, I think Finland or Iceland, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, good game. So, uh, so next mission is. Uh, Curtains Down, I think, or something like that. Curtains takes, Down. Yeah. It takes place in the uh, Paris Opera House. Mm-hmm. Well, in a Paris Opera House, anyways. Right. That was... Um, in, yeah, I uh, this mission was fun because, like, they give you... This one I liked a lot because I felt like I had agency help. Because they mm-hmm. were like... And uh, the guy in the cloakroom has a package for you, you know. And uh, and they say that, like, the, the firing squad scene would be a good... Could be a good, you know, way to dispose of this guy or whatever and so as soon as they gave me that that luger and then like then they show like the split screen of him being shot by the guy with the luger i'm like oh okay awesome like now i know what to do here and i think that's something that they added to this one and Mm -hmm. or maybe the last one where they'll show you certain scenes that are hints to what maybe you should do so how Mm -hmm. did you do it did you give the luger to the guy yeah like uh i got the uh the first thing i did was like uh i saw um uh, like this mechanic guy and a painter talking next to the bathroom and I saw the mechanic walk into the bathroom uh, it's like oh okay well that's obviously where I can like get that guy and sure enough there's a body bin right there conveniently placed right. and uh, and I put my baller in the uh, in the toolbox just in case because I didn't know if I was going to get frisked anywhere but I ended up sneaking all the way through into into the where the actors' chambers are, the dressing room, and I ended up spending forever like waiting for like the guy to come in, and like well first actually I tried to get on stage, and I thought I thought oh well maybe I can 
you can shift at the same time or something? I thought, well, no, I thought maybe I'm supposed to place it on stage or something, because I didn't know where the props were being kept. I was, Mm -hmm. like, looking for a prop box or something like that on stage. But the moment I climbed up on stage, people started shooting at me, and I had to reload. (laughs) (laughs) So That's so funny, because I was wondering if there was a way I could get the gun into the actor's hand. There is. There is. There is. Yeah. And what actually happens is that, like, uh, so I noticed that, like, uh, so I, I ended up, like, again, waiting and, like, watching these guys. And I was like, fuck, they're just going to keep doing this on stage over and over and over again. Yes. Like, how is how is he supposed to shoot this guy? But they do eventually leave. I was like, oh, shit, okay, they do leave. Like, they, they, they enact the scene twice, like, mm-hmm. they're rehearsing. And then, they... and then they leave. And so, like, I... And if you're out in the audience, you can just stand out there and watch all this happen. So... I was like, okay, where are they leaving to? And then, like, I was like, then I found the the two like rooms that are labeled that have like the stars on them. So, okay, this obviously belongs to the actors. And uh, I saw which room that he went into. And I went in there after him, like thinking I could sneak in there or something. He's like, ah, get the fuck out! And I'm like, okay. So um, I reloaded, and then I just went down there and I waited in his room, like in the closet, and like took for fucking ever because they act the whole scene out twice you know i got to see it happen twice in the screen and everything and then he finally comes in and it's funny because if you're in the closet he's in there like he'll stand in front of the closet door like miming like he's yes. holding the guy he's all he's all boom and says some other things in french like he's having fun playing around with the gun but then he sets it down on a counter and leaves and then you can replace that gun with the other gun you can replace the prop with the. You can replace pistol. the right. prop with the with the dropped pistol. That's great. Yeah, and then he goes and he kills the the actor for you, and then the other one, and this one took me for fucking ever to figure out. Like I could not figure out how to kill that fucker, the um the guy that's in the box the entire time, and as soon as like the guy gets killed on stage by the other guy, he go he's like. Ah, uh, you know, my my friend and fellow child pornographer, you know, I'm like ah, uh, what am I gonna do? And he runs that he runs away from his box, run downstairs, runs through the aisle of the of the audience area, trips, and then he goes then he like goes up to the body or whatever. And I was like, Well, how am I supposed to kill this guy? There's all these people around. He's running from his box where his security guards are. And uh, but I saw where he tripped, I was like, Oh, there's a chandelier up there. And so I finally figured out that what you have to do is you have to go and you have to plant the bomb on the cord for the chandelier. Then you have to replace the gun in the actor's chamber so that when he shoots the guy, then uh, the other guy runs downstairs and when he trips, you you detonate the bomb and drop the chandelier on him so that there's two accidents like right in a row. But you have to set it all up ahead of time. Yes. I seriously must have spent like fuck, two or three hours on this level figuring all that shit out. Yeah, now imagine doing it without saving at all. See, now, oh. I, on the other hand, <laughs> rolled in as the mechanic down to where everyone's doing painting and climbed up that, like, that maintenance shaft elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Climbed up there right into the backstage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so I climbed back down, and then I worked my way up to where you can get on the scaffolding right above the stage, mm-hmm. directly above it. Mm-hmm. And there's a... Uh, I didn't know there was scaffolding. There's a light. Yeah. And so I mined the light. Oh, cool. And I dropped it on the actor that was like, just you, that you could get killed with a gun instead. Mm-hmm. So he got killed. So the guy runs and gets up on stage. And now he's on stage with his four guards. So then I climbed back up that shaft uh-huh. and I uh, just lobbed a mine at their feet and fucking blew it up and walked out. <laughs> nice. And so I think the the way that you're supposed to the way that you're supposed to do this is you're supposed to to switch the gun out 
and then lob the gun, lob a mine into the scaffolding that he was talking about, and bring that specific scaffolding down. Because otherwise, when you bring the chandelier down, you're going to kill a guard as well. Yeah, when and, you bring, yeah. When and the you, one I bring down just kills just the guy. Now, see, now I saw him when there he there was twice because there was one time when he was running down the aisle. He ran by himself. There was no guard. But the the time that I actually had the mine planted, there was a guard, and I ended up killing the guard as long as long along with him. Yeah. Which on my difficulty level still gave me silent assassin rating. I, I killed I killed all four guards and him with that second mine I lobbed up there. Yeah. <laughs> See, just from roaming around, I found a passage that went back directly behind the stage mm-hmm. where I had a clear shot. That's what I'm saying. That's where I was. That's where I was when I lobbed the mine. Right. Like so, right behind the stage. So and. And so I saw that area, and I was like, well, okay, this is where I'm going to kill that guy. And so I went and started searching around, and then I found the spot that you were talking about placing the bomb. So I was like, okay, well, I'll place the bomb, went down, killed that guy, and then saw the dude go up on stage, and I was like, up, oh, just do the mine from down here. Mm-hmm. You know? and so, that that sounds like a much easier way than the way I did it. Like, I, I thought I, I, by the time I was done, and by the time I did it the way that I did it, I was... I felt kind of like I choreographed a ballet, yeah, definitely, and like executed it perfectly. But yeah, it wasn't I mean, worth it. Wasn't worth the effort. You did. I mine was sloppy. I was like, ah, oh, now he's up there. Yeah, mine. But boom. That's, yours was more sloppy, but honestly, I don't think mine was worth the effort that I put into it. My I, first few. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say like my first few times trying it, I tried to pick the lock onto the balconies, and I was mm-hmm. gonna try to snipe them both because I thought. You had to have your sniper People rifle. People will see you up there, though. Mm. Yeah, they, they see they see me instantly. So I was uh, like, oh, bummer. This is the deal. Yeah. Um, the way I did it is is essentially the same way that Matt did it, uh-huh. um, but uh, we actually had a listener who who did it in a way that I had no idea you could do, mm. um, which is actually more clever than all of us put together. <laughs> nice and more terrifying. Uh, so this is big from Big Steven. Uh, I think Big Steven. He spells it with numbers. Uh, during the mission curtains down, you arrive in front of the opera house, and you're supposed to go to the guard and get the real World War II pistol and have no weapons on you. Uh, if you equip the remote detonator before the mission, you can go towards the bathroom on the right from the front desk, and you'll see a technician come up towards the bathroom, which we all know. Mm-hmm. We're um, seeing where this is going. He will then put his toolbox down on the ground outside the bathroom, go over to it, and plant the bomb. Make sure no one sees you, and mm-hmm. then walk away. The guy comes back for his toolbox and then continues to walk through the security era, and then a little comic cutscene happens to the bottom left and shows him walking by a tour of the opera house. You can then detonate the bomb and kill the whole security force or make them think that it's a terrorist suicide bombing or something. Whoa. Uh, So they all rush over there? Yeah, uh, they all rush over there. You can then walk right in, shoot the target or dispose of him somehow, and you win the mission. On the newspaper, after the mission completes... Well, what about the actor, though? um, I think that... It might kill the actor when the bomb goes off. But how do you? Oh, so when they're when they're like on stage or something, yeah. when the tour group is on stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, on the newspaper That's after awesome. the mission, it says "terrorist bombs opera house." <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's a really uh, cool way to do it. And then to add to that, uh, another way he played off of that is after the bit, after the bomb goes off, paramedics will come in and start to body bag the dead people. You can literally play dead and get in a body bag. Holy shit! I had no fucking idea <laughs> that you could do that. Dude, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> How do you play dead? And I, I guess you just go up to a bag and hit play dead or something like with a contact sensitive button. So do they take you? And out? then they take you to a back room in the back of the opera house, and from there you can wake up and go find your target. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome, dude. I had no idea. That is so cool. See, like, 
that's the kind of stuff that like I love that they put into this game, but the it would require so much experimenting to figure out unless like it just occurred a, to you. A crazy chance. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. I wish there were just a few more hints and clues and stuff like that. You know, maybe I'm getting old and I want my uh, gaming spoon fed to me where I didn't when I was younger, but I just think we're at a point where it's a delicate line for developers to walk between making people feel stupid and making them feel clever. Yeah. If they tell us too much, we we think, oh, thanks, I couldn't have figured that out on my own, and they don't tell us enough. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to figure this out? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but it's a totally valid criticism, and, yeah. and it is something that can be a challenge playing through the game. Yeah. But, um... Still, that's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea that you could Good do that. Good move for a uh, big, big Steven. Steven. Yeah, big Steve three N or something. Notice like a joke article in the newspaper, something about like cats spur killing. Oh yeah, or something that, uh, <laughs> that an explosion was caused by a cat. Some yeah. There, there there was like a gas main leak, and it was an extremely fluffy cat, and it moved, and sparks flew off of its fur <laughs> and killed five people. <laughs> All right, let's let's move to the next mission because that's probably the one that takes the most flatline explaining. Okay, so flatline takes place in a rehab clinic, which mm-hmm. is kind of a fun spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Easter eggs I like, or one of the the sort of foreshadowing for later missions, is as you walk in, you hear guards talking about. An albino? an albino, yeah, yeah, yeah an um, albino doctor. Uh, yeah, I and then you in, hear the the nurse talking about it too yes. to the doctor in the oh, entryway. I, did, I didn't hear the nurse. Um, talk about yeah. it. And that that actually plays into something later in, in the level. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I think it shows you the albino between missions. Between I didn't see an albino at all. There's a guy reading a newspaper that sees that you killed someone and smiles, wearing who's wearing glasses. That guy was an albino. Oh, that yeah. guy. I couldn't. T- I couldn't tell by the art. He's awfully he yellow for an albino. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the the point of the rehab mission is that you don't know your target, and there's an agent that was in there before mm-hmm. that's supposed to be reporting back that hasn't that knows who you're supposed to kill. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so you have your your mission in this one, which is something that they do a lot in this game that they didn't do in other ones, is to <laughs> is to rescue someone and to complete an assignment. Uh huh. Um, so I mean, I'm curious as to to how you guys did this mission. Yeah, you two should go first because I'm pretty sure me and Arthur did it in fairly similar ways because I've watched Arthur do it, which is kind of uh, how I gotcha. All right, you go first, Tyler. You've seen how I work. <laughs> he knows your methods. I mean, I beat it a long time exposed. ago as well, but I probably didn't do it as smooth as I did this time. Cool. Yeah. So, so as far as uh, as far as I've gotten, I'm actually to the part where you find the agent. So that's okay. as far as I've gotten. Mm. But basically, you know what I did casing the joint was in the briefing they mentioned two of your two of the targets that you're supposed to get are drinking alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And so, well, I think well, the, they, the no, premise they, is that they're all alcoholics. They're all alcoholics, yeah. but like the two that you're supposed to hit are sneaking alcohol. It sh- right? and it show and it shows like one guy like sneaking alcohol out of like a globe. Out of a globe, and, and they're, they're all in obviously colored uh, robe. uh, robes. Robes as well. Yeah, yeah their robes are different um, colors. I think, it, and if you look around the level, I actually think you can find other places where he's hidden alcohol. Yeah, right. Uh, well, the the other the guy in the turquoise robe. The way I found out he was drinking, I, I didn't see it through a cutscene. But I followed him, you know, I just, like, he was lifting weights, and he went outside by the pool, and he ducked down by the, by the statue where he was, like, stashed a bottle and took a drink. So I was like, okay, that's another target. So, um, so for him, I just waited till all the guards were gone while he was, uh, doing the bench press. 
just mm-hmm. walked up to like the bench press and fucking choked him out. That's how I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, by, by knocking the weight over and crushing right. his. Cause, yeah, cause they, but they actually, show you that too. Yeah. in the in the I'm like they obviously showed me this scene in the movie to show that I can like or the not the movie. Sorry, they they do the, the little the attract mode or whatever. Yeah, well, no, they do the little um the split screen. Scene, the oh, that is lifting scene, weights. Yeah. That is lifting weights. I'm like, oh well, clearly I can kill him by dropping uh-huh. the weights on him. Right, yeah, and I, yeah, and the, and the same with the guy who's sneaking al- alcohol from the globe. But there, yeah. I just kind of like looked around and saw the chandelier, and I was like, okay, go up there. All right, that's mm. how I killed him as well. And uh, yeah, the third one's the hardest. So like, yeah, I haven't got to him yet. See, I thought I could poison the alcohol. You can poison the alcohol. It totally wouldn't let me do it. Like maybe I was like looking at the wrong area. I, I yeah, I mean, I definitely poison the alcohol. But you have to be super careful when you do it. Otherwise, mm. someone will fucking see you with a syringe in your hand, and that will <laughs> yeah, be all she wrote. That. I just yeah. blew up the, the thing. And the third guy with, that's cooking, the way I killed him is... Uh, sorry, Tyler. Oh, no, no. I, is, uh, I this guy, too. Is uh, the guy that was cooking. I just walked up into his room, and he left. And I think at the time I was wearing a security guard outfit, so I could go in and out. And so I walked in, and I just sabotaged the gas. Yeah. So that when he yeah. came back and cooked oh, again, it would blow him up. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> and so, and so, in the meantime, while that was going on, I walked out yeah. to go get the agent. I didn't even wait. I was like, I'm already going to be out of this building. You'll yeah. just kill yourself at some point. Awesome. Which you do with pretty much everybody, except for the guy that's lifting weights. You can just trap, lay, lay your trap, and let them kill themselves. Yeah. See, yeah, that 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 must have happened to me because. After I set the C4 with the chandelier, the guy who was standing over the globe, mm-hmm. I, I found that room with the food there, and I was like, oh, okay, fix the gas, and so I just did it. There was no one in the room. I mm. didn't know that guy was cooking. Yeah, if he's not <laughs> dead, he will be soon. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> he'll come back and he'll blow himself up. I'm sure as soon as I load up, I'll see that. Although I kind of wonder <laughs> if that actually affects your rating on the difficulty that I'm doing it on. What, blowing him up? Yeah. Instead of... I mean, because they find dies. his body. This so, is another situation so yeah, where they So what I body. did also is uh, I uh, I snuck past that. So the way I did it is I snuck past that security guard that's in the, the screen room. Mm-hmm. He's watching the TV. Mm-hmm. Went out the window. Broke the power box so that he comes outside. Mm-hmm. Syringed him. So he passed out. Took his uniform. Put him in the garbage yeah. can. Mm-hmm. And then at that point I took the closed caption videotape. Which is because that affects your rating. Mm-hmm. Assuming and, uh, that the camera ever sees you. If the camera never sees right, you. Right, but I just take the tape just... Which I, I actually found I actually found the 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 VCR and the tape totally by accident, just because like I I did the same thing you did Anthony as I snuck by that window and I did the fuse box and he came out there and I syringed him and took his uniform and then just, I climbed into the office. You want to be careful that the door to that room isn't open when you take the videotape because if mm-hmm. anyone sees you touch that VCR, you will go instant red and people will try to shoot the shit out of you. Oh, right. Wow. Well, I'm glad that. So didn't once I had the security guard uniform, I went down to the very bottom. In that like basement where it's all orderlies and security oh, guards. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, and I suited an orderly down there. Is what I did. And so once I suited an orderly, then I went into the you know the thing and poisoned the agent. Came back out, suited the guard again, went upstairs, left the whole premises because at this point people were going to blow themselves up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I got my main suit out by the front garbage cans because I don't know. That's how I got in the hospital. Oh, okay. So when the way that you got it, an orderly or not an orderly but a patient robe is that. In the beginning, you went I off to the right. I the guy right by the dumpsters. You, you used a patient robe. Yeah. What, yeah. What, how, what did, I used the patient robe as like right past where robe? the where the morgue is or whatever. Like yeah. there's a little there's a dumpster and some rocks and a yeah. guy that's sort of hiding over there. Right. 
and you can syringe him. him. Do you, uh, did you did you pick up the That's admissions? Yeah, thing. see, I snuck behind the guy smoking on the uh, the overlook. Yeah, and took his admissions. He has, he has a patient card. Yeah, see, I, I saw that there, and I picked it up, but I never used it. So I assume that like you can like use that to like admit yeah, yourself. You right? you use that, and you go to the nurse at the front desk, and you give it to her, and she shows gotcha. you into a room with patients' robes. On yeah, the floor. I just never used that. Oh yeah, see, I didn't do that at all. I just syringed that guy out there and walked right in. They didn't care. They were like, "All right, thanks." Yeah, <laughs> cool. See, but I mean, if you do it that way, if you take the admissions papers and mm-hmm. and suit up, you get fucking metal detector before you go into the building. Yeah, they have to Oh, you. Well, shit. I got metal detector too, but I didn't have anything, so it was mm. fine. Ah. Honestly, for Matt's sake. <laughs> and so right. I yeah, did the, the silver uh, bar. And so I <laughs> yeah. did the morgue. And then I went to the morgue, and, and I, at this point, no, I, at this point I still had the security guard outfit, because mm-hmm. like I said, after I got done with the orderly stuff, I suited the security guard, ran mm-hmm. out there, that way I could go right into the morgue, mm-hmm. gave the guy a shot, went back and got my hitman uniform. And then back into the morgue. But that's hard, because then people can see you, because you're in your normal suit. Did they? So I threw a coin, and then just fucking went through. And <laughs> did, they, did they give you shit when you were in your suit and tried to go into the morgue? Yeah. Oh, because I totally, I was able to go into the morgue without them saying anything. Me too. Uh. Yeah, I walked, like, because I, I learned from the last two missions to pick up my suit just to not lose the $5,000. Yeah. Because I don't lose my silent assassin rating since I'm on the lower difficulty. But I was like, that and man, you gotta figure that that would be pretty damning evidence if at all these murders <laughs> they find a fucking suit with a red tie. <laughs> yeah, no and shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Who loses like a $5,000 suit? <laughs> and it's the same suit. Yeah, yeah. man. Something but I, I did uh, I did mostly the same as as you Anthony like I uh, um, except I, I did do the like I killed the one guy with the dumbbells and uh, the or the barbell I mean you have to be super careful when you do that though I I just walked into the room and did it oh uh, yeah you lucked the fuck out because there are so many people that there's a lot of foot traffic around uh, the gym yeah there, right. yeah there is and if yeah, you I mean if they I mean, obviously, there's no way to back out of what you're doing. I right. mean, you commit once right. you're strangling that guy. <laughs> there's no saying, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to spot him, and then it fell out of my hands. Like, in well, other places, if you fuck up, you might go to yellow and walk right. away. True. But I, I had the security guard uniform, and I used the security guard through, like, almost this whole mission until, like I, until, like I said before, when I tried to go into where the into the medical wing and like I got spotted or whatever I was right. like what the fuck I'm in a security guard so you need uniform. an orderly uniform so I figured I needed an orderly uniform and like I didn't know about the underground area I looked at the maps eventually and I was like oh there's an underground tunnel and everything well, I never used any of that shit I ended up uh, all I did is climb through the window uh-huh. into the orderly's office I syringed the, the orderly. That there is was exactly a, what I did. Yeah, there's a body bin right there. It's you just like, have to be careful that his partner doesn't see you. Right. And that didn't happen to me either. Okay. Like, I didn't even know he had a partner. But anyway, like I, uh, I dragged him out of his chair, stole his uniform, stowed his body. Nice. And, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I went to the, then I syringed the guy, went back and got my suit. And just like Arthur, I walked straight into the morgue. And then just got the guy and walked out the exit. It was super easy. Yeah, you. I mean, another thing that I found out you on this difficulty you have to be careful with is when you uh, hit the guy with the experimental serum, the agent that gives you the mm-hmm. identity of the person that you have to kill, uh-huh. even though you end up killing all of them if you're smart because it's free money. Right. <laughs> um, if you're not careful, one of the orderlies that are doing rounds in those other rooms will fucking see you, and that will put you straight to red. Wow. Yeah, actually, I'd already killed all the guys before I even got the target. 
So Because, I mean, if you've played through it before, you know that there's no penalty for killing all of those guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, if you're if you're playing quickly, like, you'll get your outfit, you'll poison the dude's alcohol in the globe, you'll run upstairs mm. to your room, run around outside into the guy with the gas stove, fucking sabotage his shit, go downstairs, take the guard's uniform, rescue mm-hmm. the dude, mm-hmm. come back out, crush the guy with the fucking weights, and then run out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, there were three people to mm-hmm. kill? Yeah. I think I only killed two. There's the dude who drinks out of the globe. Right. Um, I dropped the chandelier on him. Yeah. Which, uh, with with your magically invisible explosives. Right. <laughs> uh, there's the guy, at the, the guy who's the actual target is in a, the room next door to you with the gas stove. I thought I only, I only killed two guys. I got, like, there's a guy in a blue his... robe, a guy in a pink robe, and a guy in a green robe. Man, I do not remember killing three people on you that You kill stage. the component triplets. You might have done what I did and, like, set the gas stove. Without even realizing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> in this game, if it gives you the opportunity to sabotage something, how the fuck wouldn't you? This looks like it might kill somebody. I'll go ahead and do that. It's like walking around and sticking forks in homes of newborns and shit. And, like, in their power outlets. Yeah, that's in the next Hitman game. She'll take the, the protectors off of outlets. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, then you... Yeah, I just did it that way and ran out and grabbed but the But I had to work. have killed him to pass the mission, right? Exactly, because okay. he is your target. I seriously don't remember how I did that then. Um, and to call attention earlier to what we were talking about as you walked in, the albino do- is the guy that pretended to be a doctor that knocked right. the agent up on psychotropics. Right, yep. Huh. Because, well, yeah, you hear, the, you hear the... I walked into the entrance... And I didn't bother to get admitted or anything like that, but I did hear the, it. I did trigger the because I walked in from the other side as the security yeah. guard, and I triggered the conversation between like the nurse and the doctor, and they're talking about the albino doctor. Yeah, she's like, "I don't like him. Um, He's scary." And then, of course, the other thing that you're hearing as the game goes on is in the uh, the opera house in, in French, you hear about the vice president dying in a car crash. Oh, which that's is also, in French. Which is also in, uh, in the newspapers. Yeah, I, I figured they were saying something on the radio, and you hear like, de, 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 you yeah. know? and it's like, oh, they're talking um, about something. And then French you asking. hear on the radio in the, the rehab clinic, you hear them talking about the Senate hearings over confirming a new vice president. Uh, okay. So, where are we playing up to for next week? Um, I'm trying to remember the order of the levels. Um Give me a second. Is it just me, or does it seem like all like the guards and thugs have one face model? Like, yeah, so does everybody. Face? There's like maybe three or four models in any one stage, and then I mean, all, all the targets are different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I this is still a game you could tell was made like on a PS2, yeah, an engine was, that would work for PS2. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this 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 is one of the first games yeah. that came out on the 360 after the launch window, and and in some ways, in some spots, it looks fine. Like, you can tell that they amped up the effects mm-hmm. and, like, the lighting and stuff like yeah. that. But, but there are other times where you're like... <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, playing it on my PC, it, you know, it's... I, I, especially the agent, his face, It's it looks cool. Like, I don't know, they're... they're you know, it looks ridiculous, though, when you see the people dragging bodies in body bags. 
bodies are fucking flopping everywhere <laughs> like it's a dead fish. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, people talk about Kane and Lynch being, they're all, oh, it just looks like Hitman, but if you fucking look at Hitman, Blood Money, and Kane and Lynch, you're like, they really did some work on their engine. <laughs> uh, we will be playing through uh, A New Life, A Murder of Crows, and You Better Watch Out, which are some of the, the cool best admissions. levels in the game. Oh, cool. Um, so three more? Yeah, three more. They're they're twelve missions, not including the tutorial. Is one of these the one that's like a, a crazy dinner party? The like where there's a guy in a spa. I don't know. Either um, way, when we finally the get one to that at mission. the the basically the one that takes place at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah, that's the mission that we're playing through. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> you better watch out. That one is the one I did the most violent out of any of them ever. <laughs> so awesome! Since you guys have already played through it, y'all, 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 y'all will have to be sort of the intel. For us, <laughs> no, man. That's I mean, a lot of the fun is trying to figure, yeah, out, figure out all all the different ways. And if we tell you how to beat it, then that you're just going to do it that way. Yeah, when true. obviously there are so many ways to beat know, so many yeah, of these that, missions. That's really what's amazing about this game, and I think for all its flaws, I mean, that's it's really interesting. You know, yeah. very few games have there's there's given clearly that much options. Totally, there's clearly a very wide possibility space mm-hmm. that they are hoping people take advantage of. It's just my problem with it so far is that that possibility space is too opaque for me to really enjoy as much as I would otherwise. It, it also reminds me a little bit of my first experience with um, Metal Gear Solid mm. on the PlayStation 1, just how every room in the game and every sort of level in the game, there was you, you were given so many options of how to advance, you know. But whereas here in Hitman, it's sort of like you know you have your targets, mm-hmm. so it's a little more pointed, but mm. yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm still liking it so far, despite the little frustrations. I mean, it gets the the levels get crazier and and much more open. Mm. So, all right. So I guess that's where we're gonna stop for this week. Yeah, Rudy Tootie. Another three missions for next week. Get two bitches. Yeah. Fat penis. <laughs>